whether it's your doctorate, your master's, your bachelor's, or high school diploma, or even your kindergarten diploma, what is the point of being educated on this episode of Inverse? Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse of education has been around for centuries, but what's the point of it? There are some who think God needs to be at the center of it, and there's others that say God does not have anything to do with education. Welcome, friends. We are watching, uh, you're watching, we are on Inverse, and we're so happy that you decided to spend the next 30 minutes with us. We have in the studio my friends and another friend from very far, far very far away, but she's streaming in, so happy to see her. Hey, how's it going? And uh, we are in this new topic, new arc on the topic of education. And before you like, oh, that's a weird, I don't want to, I don't like school. We're not talking about education in terms of curricula and homework and degrees, but what's the point of it all? And taking a deeper look on education, especially from the perspective of the Bible. So we're going to have a prayer by Callie, if you can pray for us, and we'll get into the Bible. Absolutely. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege it is to study your word together. As we look at different scripture, as we discuss, I pray that your Holy Spirit would guide us and we would walk away with a practical understanding of what the true goal of all education is. We ask and pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Uh, Israel, can we, let's go to Job. Job chapter 22, chapter 22, verse 21 to, well, let's just read to, to 24. Okay. We'll read the whole section there. 21 says, to 24. Now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive, please, instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. Then you will lay your gold in the dust and your gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks. All right. So, Jonathan, let me let me ask you. So, we are in this uh, the book of Job. Give a, give us kind of an introduction. Maybe mm -hmm. some people don't know anything about this book. We're not studying the book of Job. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pronounced Job. It's not Job, right? So, it's not about jobs and education. But right. we're just looking at what, what's. <laughs> give us some background. Sure. Job was a man uh, lived a long time ago who had a very very brutal experience mm -hmm. of losing everything he owned uh, and really almost everyone he loved. And so, um, in this experience of not knowing why this happened, because he could not see the background of, of the situation mm -hmm. uh, in which Satan was, uh, you know, trying to get Job to um, go away from God, mm -hmm. and um, Job was ha had questions. And so, some of his friends came, they talked to him, they tried to give him advice. Some of the advice was not so good, some of the advice was good. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Job is responding, and it's going back and forth. And this whole, um, the whole book is really about trying to understand why is there suffering, why is there evil, mm -hmm. um, and how do we relate to God, what does our connection with God have to do with all of this. Mm -hmm. And so this is just in the middle of the book, the mi you know, almost the exact middle of the book here, uh, where we receive this really good advice mm. about um, acquainting ourselves with God. So mm -hmm. that's just the background. That's where we're at. Yeah, this is one of those wisdom books yes. that uh, in, the in the form of a dialogue, mm -hmm. and it kind of addresses what's the point of life? What's the, what's the meaning yes. of all this? Especially, as you said, brutal mm -hmm. experiences that Job has. Like, what's the point? And different perspectives. And it's, it's a long dialogue, mm -hmm. but as you said, in the middle of it, you have some good advice. Israel, what, what's going on here? Let's, let's, let's break that text down a bit. 
Well, as Jonathan was already mentioning, in, in the middle of Job's experience with God, he's suffering, mm -hmm. and his friends actually, they think that he's suffering because of his sin. Mm -hmm. And the, the crazy thing is that Job's friend is giving him great advice, but for the wrong reason, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, which goes to show that there are sometimes uh, it's important for us as Christians not only to not always focus on the source of the advice, but focus on the advice itself. Mm -hmm. Is the advice that I'm receiving, even though it might be in, intended for bad, for evil, is it good advice? And mm -hmm. the bottom point, bottom line point that uh, Job's friend is making here is it's critical to know God and... Uh, and what, what, what's, you know, how this ties into education is when we talk about education, the purpose of education around the world is to make better citizens, mm. thinking that if we make better citizens, if we educate people, if we, if we build people up from the time that they're little, that ultimately these will be the answers for the success of nations, for peace in the world, mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, for, for, for stable society, stable society lo lower crimes. And if you look at uh, verse 21 onward with a critical eye, you'll notice there that what we look for in society hmm. doesn't come so much from education, but it comes from an acquaintance with God, which is ultimately, from the Bible's perspective, God's own way of educating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kelly, what's been your, your experience here? The Bible says, acquaint yourself with Him, and then Israel has brought this in with education. Has that been your, your motivation for education? Is that the reason why you got your bachelor's, master's, doctorate, postdoc, fellowship, and you know, honorary? Too much. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, this is the society that we're living in, yeah? yeah? We're always wanting to have those letters after our names. Uh, and even my son, I mean, hey, let's get it. And, and education is great, yeah, mm -hmm. for we need to know our ABCs. Yeah. But how does that line up with your spiritual experience? I think at the, definitely not all of my, I don't have all, all the degrees, first of all, but the degrees <laughs> I do have, and even just, you know, in high school and middle school and going back to kindergarten, like you said earlier, my motivation at those times were not, I want to know Jesus more or I want to become more like Christ. It was, well, part of it's kind of just like, that's what you do, right? You go to school, you get degrees, you're supposed to do well. But also the the emphasis that I experienced was more, this is to make you independent. This is to make mm. you self-sufficient. And so it actually downplayed any kind of idea of dependence on God. And sadly, I'd say that was even my experience in the Christian education that I had. Mm. I went to Adventist schools up through um, high school and not that people, you know, didn't talk about God, but it wasn't like, yeah, we need to learn so we can like serve him more. It was kind of like, okay, you take your science classes and you take your Bible classes and they're separate and there's no like overlap. There's no overarching coming to know Christ in all of the classes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just that big, that big push on independence versus any kind of dependence on God mm -hmm. was what yeah, I Yeah, That's a very profound point uh, that, that in the systems of education that we are in, mm -hmm. it's not just the knowledge that we learn, but you're mentioning that there is some character impact that it's making. And in, in yeah. your case, it's, it's made your character to be more independent. Whether that's good or bad, that's not assessed. Mm -hmm. It is impacting, it's yeah. shaping who we are. And this is where we're talking about in the book of education, mm. or the topic of education, that this is more than the, the courses that we're taking, yeah? yeah? Looking at the philosophy right. of education and how that interplays with the Bible. You, you know, uh, you, you pointed it out earlier, that the text here talks about, or was it Israel, that the things that the world wants, mm. uh, God is offering. But mm. we have to understand that, you know, Cal is saying education, and we all have experienced, you know, public education, it, it makes you more independent and self-sufficient and all these things and you have uh, skills and whatever you get from it uh, in order to have a stable life, in order to, to build yourself up. And 
and, and to have freedom. Mm. And so the desires of the human heart are for peace and freedom and for stability. Uh, and it, so we, the desires are not necessarily wrong. It's just where do we find the fulfillment for those desires? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we do know that as humans, if we focus on humanity alone, it, we will fail because we are sinful. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But God is offering, hey, I have the true path, the, the real path, the path that will fulfill you and uplift you. Yeah, I appreciate that. The desires are good. The yes. desires are legitimate. Mm -hmm. But how to satiate those desires has is, is what God is trying mm -hmm. to address in the situation. Yeah. There's different systems of education, and I think that God is establishing in Scripture, He establishes His own system of education. Mm. One system of education says that within yourself, we're able to arrive at truth or arrive at knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so the way we the, the way we go about that is, you know, we have this uh, through nature, we have this the survival of the fittest. The fittest people have survived over time and they've survived through power of physical force, mm -hmm. in intellectual prowess. And these individuals, because they've been gifted by nature, eventually become professors in schools and they impart truth to us. Mm. Now, as Christians, we don't believe that. But what we what we have kind of the pill that we have swallowed is the fact that we say, yeah, this we, we try to merge the two. Right. So we say we need to have an understanding of what the world has to offer human solutions. And we need to baptize those human solutions mm -hmm. with this thing of God. Now, the radicalness of Scripture is blows both of those things away. What the Bible tells us is that God has a monopoly on knowledge, that God has a monopoly on understanding that, you know, it, it says that in Jesus is hidden everything. Mm -hmm. Meaning, and there's two things there. Number one is that truth is hidden in God, mm -hmm. meaning that it's impossible for us to find it, right? It's mm -hmm. hidden. It's, it's intentionally protected. Mm -hmm. And secondly, that if we will ever have any access to truth, whether it's the beginning of truth, the end of knowledge, or anything in between, it has to be founded in God. And so immediately Harvard and Oxford and any, you know, university around the world that that is esteemed cannot cannot. It's impossible for these to compare to what Scripture has to teach. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the foundation of education from a Christian perspective, from a biblical perspective, is important to know mm -hmm. yeah. that outside of God, you cannot ever find any kind of knowledge or truth. You know, the irony is that these uh, Ivy League schools used to be Bible colleges yes. right. and they were focusing on finding their yeah. truth from God and so yes. on. But I think what you're saying is, is critical. God is the beginning and the foundation for all true education. He is the source of, of all truth and wisdom and understanding and knowledge. And so uh, the beautiful thing, though, is that, we, is that you don't need to go and study at the seminary and become a theologian, uh, uh, you know, with a degree to have that kind of knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, the knowledge of God comes through uh, being, as, as Job says, being acquainted with Him, mm -hmm. having a connection with Him, being close to Him. Yeah, it used to be at the, at the apex of the age of faith that to know God mm -hmm. and to know all these things are intertwined. So at Oxford, at Cambridge, at mm -hmm. Harvard, all these, these scientists of the Isaac Newtons and what else, to discover more about God, to, to discover the heavens and discover more about the earth and biology and astronomy and all these things would emerge. But in today's day, we've bifurcated those two. Yeah, we've mm -hmm. separated the, the God component and we go to seminary for that. Mm -hmm. And that's not <laughs> academic and that's all spiritual and that's all mumbo jumbo and made out Santa Claus and spaghetti monsters. And here, this is real education. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we've swallowed the pill. 
middle because we've totally are in this paradigm mm -hmm. and we just either have a prayer in the beginning or we have a little Bible class and we've baptized that. When we come back after the break, we're going to look at uh, knowing God is the beginning of education, but how, and as cliche as that sounds, what are some practical things we can do to start on this endeavor of education? So stay with us. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back. You know, this, this thing of like, hey, knowing God is the beginning of education. There's some of us that we've heard that forever, and, and they're like, hey, I totally agree. But let's take that a little bit deeper, yeah? I mean, uh, how many times have you all heard, like, we got to know God, we know God. And some, sometimes uh, we already say we know God. Right. And uh, this is kind of cheesy, but I know like in Spanish, there's those two words for know, right? Conocer and saber. And then in German, there are two words. Yes. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we won't ask that question again. The answer and is it, yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. But, but yeah. in, in English, there's only the word know, mm -hmm. right? And uh, hey, do you all know Cali? Like, I know Cali, but do you know Cali? And just because you're Instagram friends with her doesn't mean you know her, because I know her. I know her parents. I've been to her wedding. I've, I've, I've uh, had breakfast at her house, and her dad's a wonderful cook. And, you know, anyway, so we, I, what's the <laughs> difference between those two? Mm -hmm. And then I think in our spiritual experience, and then the Bible is so clear, you know, no, 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 but we take that knowledge for granted. Mm -hmm. And then knowledge is not this abstract knowledge. I know that God died for me and God exists, and that's yeah. not that kind of knowledge. So let's get into this discussion. Let's yeah. get into the practicals. Yeah, I think foundationally speaking, the difference between how we know each other and our experience of knowing God is very, very different. Mm. First of all, in, in our relationship with each other, we're, we're getting to know each other on an equal level, mm. right? I'm, I'm learning stuff about you, even though I've known you for many years, that I might not have known about you before and vice versa. Whereas with God, God knows everything about us, mm -hmm. right? Secondly, God is infinite. So that means that even in a perfect world prior to the fall of Adam and Eve, and even in a, in a, in a post-perfect world, right? When, mm -hmm. when we have been, uh, when this world is rehabilitated and we have this once again perfect experience with God, mm -hmm. we will continue to know God forever. And so I think this, the, 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 the component, what makes the beauty of knowing God is that God is an infinite individual mm -hmm. that we have the ability to know and to learn mm -hmm. about and to get to know throughout eternity. Mm -hmm. And this is a component that is, that's beautiful in and of itself. Mm -hmm. There's a beauty in knowing God. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, as, a, as I'm getting older in age, mm -hmm. it's cool that I'm getting to, to, my, to know my parents. Like, I've known my parents for forever because, mm -hmm. I mean, everyone knows their parents because their parents, you, you have known them forever because that's been your... But then you, you get to know them on a different level. Yeah. You see, yeah. As you get older, they're at a different stage, you're at a different stage. Mm -hmm. And then I get, getting to know my children, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I know my children and that are my sons. But when you get to see the nuances of their character and how they're developing, right. it's, this, it's, it's, it's a real joy. Mm -hmm. And how relationships, as cliche as that sounds, that these, these relationships is what really vivifies life mm -hmm. and, and, and it provides meaning mm -hmm. for, for time. Yeah. It is a, the, in these relational dynamics, um, 
uh, it is so beautiful because in, in the connection with God, as we have these relation, this relationship with Him, transformation takes place. Uh, we are in you know, a post-fall situation. We, the, the fall happened. We are sinful. We need to be restored. And the purpose of true education, uh, you know, if we look at it from before the fall took place, it was to know God. Mm. But even afterwards, it is still to know God with the added component of restoring us to the image of God, which we're going to be talking about in the next lesson. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful uh, uh, work that God is doing. Uh, and when we, when we think about education, uh, true education from the Bible, really it is just the experience that we were supposed to have living forever in the connection with God. This is what education is about because even in a sinless state, there is not, we're not just sitting there and we're holy now. It is it's life. We grow in, our, in, in depth of, of love and, and of knowledge of who he is because he is infinite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that experience, you know, when Satan came in, uh, in the Garden of Eden, he was offering something. He was saying, you know, you can know more. You can have uh, a deeper experience. And he was offering Adam and Eve something that they were, they were, you know, kind of desiring, which was knowing more. You know, being, knowing more about God, he says you can be like God, knowing good and evil, which brings us to an interesting uh, um, point, which is still uh, uh, something we need to consider today, which is the idea that, I- you know, today is like the more you know, the better. Mm-hmm. But Satan is offering more knowledge, which does not equate to having a better life. It's like if I give you, you know, if I say, hey, Justin, I'm going to bring you a uh, hundred mangoes, you know? You like mangoes? I do. Uh, great. So if I bring you a hundred mangoes and 60 mangoes or 80 mangoes of those are rotten, you know, you have more, but is it of value? Do you really need, you know, just, you want the 20 good mangoes. You don't want a hundred. Um, and so in the same way, today, society, this world is offering a lot of mangoes and a lot of those are rotten, most mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. And just knowing and having more does not necessarily mean it's better. Yeah. No, you're bringing some, prof- uh, not the mango part, but the b- previous part, <laughs> some, some pro- profound, profound points. Uh, the temptation of, of Eve uh, for the more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we can, we can parse that out because she, it, it was not the temptation of the more or the, or the allure of the more, mm-hmm. but it was also the dissatisfaction with the current infinite right. of, of the relationship she had with God. Mm-hmm. And that was like, hey, you know, you're, you're in a different spot. He, he was creating a new identity for Eve, right. a new identity for God, mm-hmm. and saying there's dissonance. And there's, there should be dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. And she was some, somehow convinced of that. Mm. And then he's like, but there's more. Mm-hmm. And then th- the question is, is that's a very profound, very contemporary mm-hmm. uh, temptation for not just one or two, mm-hmm. but for, for, for the vast majority of us. Right. Yeah, if we're honest with ourselves, we've reversed uh, reality. You know, um, we've made God in the image of God, of man, and, we, and we've made humanity in the image of God. Mm. We, we, for example, like just the mm-hmm. fact that we, that we think we know God, mm-hmm. that, that statement in and of itself is a pretty radical statement. Like how can, in, how can a finite person know an infinite God? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Now, the, the genius of God is that from the very, very beginning, so the reason why I say that and the reason why this is so important is because we think that knowing God is a limitation to education. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we know God in Bible class, right? And this solves all of our problems. The audacity and yeah. the arrogance of that statement. And, and, and yeah, it's so crazy for us to do that. Whereas mm-hmm. God in the beginning says, look, this is your education. Right. Your education is nothing else. Like your education is not biology. Your education is not physics. Your education is just knowing God, that in and of itself. 
And now we have become dissatisfied with that. Why? We, come to, we become dissatisfied with that because we compartmentalize God to just being a spiritual being mm-hmm. as opposed to anything else. Mm-hmm. And the genius of God is, in the beginning, your job is to know me. This is education. We mess that up. Now what's going to happen? Well, now in a broken state, your job is to know me. All right, we're going to get to know you. Why? So that in the future, your job will be to know me. And God's system of education never changes. We change. Our philosophy changes. And God is trying to get us back to that Eden model of understanding and knowledge. Like, I'm going to ask this question. But this question itself, already the, 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 the presupposition behind it, is, goes, is, 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 it doesn't go with what you just said. But um, so, so many of you are watching out there and thinking, man, these guys are waxing eloquent. I'm like, what? God is the beginning of educated. What? I mean, we got to learn how to, how to fix a refrigerator. We got to <laughs> make a paycheck. We got to send our kids to school. Like, I got to learn how to code because I got to make a living and get that paycheck for the monthly pay, all this stuff. Um, but the, the natural question that arises is, is, and the temptation is, Hey, well, make this practical, mm-hmm. right? And it, and 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 it's such a wonderful question. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, many of you uh, send emails and like, hey, we, we appreciate the pa- practicality of inverse, but even behind that question mm-hmm. is not really understanding the root of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah, and 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 and, and debunk the question. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm um, we got to know God. Yeah, yeah. and we, we 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 think we know God. Yeah, but how do we know God? How, uh, Callie, jump in here. Like, uh, yeah, we got to pray more. We got we to gotta read the Bible more. But is that what it's at? Mm-hmm. Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think part of it is to, I'm going to use your word, which I don't want to, but we need to unbifurcate our education, <laughs> <laughs> bring it back together. Enjoyed. And that is, yeah. so yeah, so it, it is prayer. It is Bible study, but it's, I think a big part of it is just we partition God into different parts of our lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm going to learn calculus by myself. And then when I need to understand Revelation, I'll talk to Jesus. Mm. But I've told so many of my students, like, God is brilliant in calculus. Mm. Do you know how well he can do calculus? Mm -hmm. Like, he can, it's not... It's not this or that. It's God can help us with everything. He can help us learn to code. He can help us learn to take our kids to school or to fix refrigerators. And so it's just the overarching mindset of, yeah, like, okay, so I'm going to do the rest of my stuff. But then how do I focus on getting to know God when really, you know, Adam and Eve were coming to know God as they were gardening. They were coming to know God as they were communing with each other. They were coming to know God when God walked with them in the cool of the day. It wasn't, you know, Adam and Eve were like, okay, Here's the time that I'm going to get to know God. And then here's the rest of the time I'm going to do everything else in my life. It was a seamless experience of constant education and walking Mm -hmm. with Christ. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's a very profound point. I mean, we're getting, it's it's, it's very practical, but it's getting deeper. Um, I I think another way that I see what you just said is is, is, is seeing the sacredness in everything. And this goes back to to Job 22, uh, verse 21. Now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. That acquainting Mm -hmm. is not taking place only in like, you know, during worship or during Mm -hmm. my devotional life or just during prayer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's kind of like, all right, check. I spent my time with God. Now I can do all these other stuff, (laughs) right? But what you're saying, Callie, is like we... The whole, all of life, you know, as we're making this, yeah. this, this show, mm-hmm. we are experiencing mm-hmm. God on another level. As our, our camera brethren here are taking, you know, our, 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 our shots. <laughs> I mean, they're experiencing. Struggling. I, it's it's kind of <laughs> weird, but that is the challenge that is ahead of us. Yes. yes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Israel and then John. There's, 
when, when Adam and Eve were created by God, they had access to the wisdom, power, and love of, of God. Mm -hmm. this, I mean, this is the nature of God, is wisdom, power, and love. Mm -hmm. They had full access to that. Now, what, and, and, and the, our short-sightedness as human beings is, is revealed in, in the question that you asked, right? Because, for example, as important as calculus is, we think, all right, how is God practical? Calculus is practical. Yes and no. Calculus is not practical in the sense that as much as you know calculus, as much as you know, uh, you know your MBA, even though you know the trends of what's happening in society, will never, will never give you peace, mm -hmm. right? The fact that through models and through structures, we're able to predict how the economy is going to tank, that knowledge, even though it's knowledge, will never give us peace. Mm -hmm. Yet God says, I give you peace, right? And so the issue is not so much that knowledge gives you peace, but understanding that the wisdom power of God exists beyond yourself is what gives us peace. Mm -hmm. And so Job makes it very practical. Knowing God gives, a, gives us peace. It says, you know, then after you know God, he will build you up, meaning society could crash. He could build Here you up. Three. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. he will remove iniquity far from your tents. Mm -hmm. Knowledge can never change the heart of man mm -hmm. or the heart of a woman. Right. We, we're just educated sinners. But God says, I can give you a knowledge or the knowledge that I give you is designed to go beyond even just an intellectual understanding to a full transformation, as he has said. Mm -hmm. And then notice what it says. Then your prayers, verse 27, your prayers will be heard. Then you will declare a thing and it will be established. That's success. Mm -hmm. Declare a thing and it will be established. That's called success in life. You will be able to do something mm -hmm. successfully. Mm -hmm. It says, um, your light will shine. Notice what it says in verse 29. Uh, you will save the humble person. Even in verse 30, it says, even the person who is not innocent, then you will also be able to save them. So mm -hmm. it's just like, th there's no greater success in Job chapter yeah. 22. No greater success. No, and, and there's nothing more practical than success, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so what God is saying is, you're not practical in, in your understanding of life because you think that calculus is practical, whereas it's limited. Mm. Therefore, it's impractical, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so statements like that, you just kind of like, I got to digest that a bit. And then <laughs> when Jonathan <laughs> yeah, for us. I know time is running out, but I, I just wanted to say that, um, kind of uh, undermine what, um, underline what Kelly was saying, that mm. uh, knowing God has to do so much more than just this compartment. Okay, I have my devotions. It is everything around. He, I mean, His Spirit is everywhere, and uh, he, we can experience God everywhere in every part of our life, in every aspect of our life. However, um, you know, because we are in a fallen world, and not everything is holy and everything is God, mm. God is a personal being that wants a relationship with us, and through that relationship we can see the world where he is working and the things mm -hmm. he wants to show us. So mm -hmm. uh, it is in that connection, that relationship that we find true education. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's a challenge that sets before us, getting to know God, as cliche as that sounds, on a deeper, on a fundamental, more profounder level that it impacts every aspect of our lives. Continue the conversation. Visit our social media outlets. Go to Inverse Bible on Twitter, Facebook, and all the other ones out there. And go to inversebible.org for our Bible study guide on the book of education, on the topic of education. It's a wonderful topic. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. 
for this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.